Welcome to the Prince Daniels Jr. Show. I created this podcast because I understand that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience on a journey to learn more, discover a deeper, more meaningful purpose in our lives, our why. I will be interviewing some of the most accomplished individuals in the world that have achieved a high level of success and have learned how to maintain it. I will also be sharing my stories and insight as part of my more than 10-year relationship with a monastery as a former NFL running back, thought leader, and author. And so now, let's elevate together. What's up, everybody? This is your man, Prince Daniels Jr. Welcome to the Prince Daniels Jr. Show. Today, I have a special guest. He is amazing in every way. Had an opportunity to meet him. I can't remember exactly how we met, um, but I'm pretty sure that we'll share it with you guys. But um, today, I want to share with you um, someone that I had an opportunity to meet, and I think this person is an incredible person. Uh, he has done a lot of incredible things, and he just retired from the NFL. So he just uh, took his boots off and put them up, and now he is here giving me his time and joining us today. So today, guys, I want to introduce to you Jelani Jenkins. Mr. Jelani Jenkins, how you doing, brother? What's going on, man? I, 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 love, the, I love the intro. I, it feels like I've been out of the league for a little while. It's been like a year and a half, two years, but feels like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know, man, because the league, it moves so fast, you know, it's just like um, once everything slows down, it seems like it's 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 been like you've been out of the league for a very long time. So I get four hours in a day now. <laughs> right, exactly, man. More hours in the day. Your your, your schedule is not structured, and yeah. uh, you know nobody's telling you what, what to do, where to go, and and you're not yeah. going to practice. And by the time you get home, uh, you know your day is is pretty much over with. So exactly, exactly, man. That's so cool. I'm excited to be here, bro. Man, thank you, man. Thank you for joining us, man. Thank you. Um, yeah. so I'm gonna jump right into it, man. Where are you from? And tell me a little bit, or tell our audience a little bit about yourself and where you grew up, you know, what college you went to, all of the above. So I'm from Montgomery County, Maryland. I grew up in on the East Coast. I'm out here in the West Coast now, but I <laughs> I started off, um, you know, just playing football, Little League football, kind of the, the normal route. Uh, I had a very supportive family, a family who loved and cared and, and, and made sure I got good grades and whatnot. So I would say I had like a really, a really good upbringing with like a really good support system. And I ended up going to the University of Florida, um, getting recruited, getting on a scholarship and um, played, played four years, ended up my red shirt junior year, getting drafted to the Dolphins um, and played there for four years. Then ended up with the Raiders my fifth year and finished the league, the year off with the Texans. That's kind of just the over overview of my my football career. But um, ultimately, yeah, I I grew up in a very like healthy spiritual environment, and um, I would say that that environment helped shape me. So, oh man, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. What, what was it like uh, making it to the league? Did you get drafted, or, or were you? Um, uh undrafted 
Yeah, so I got drafted in the fourth round. I was uh, like the, the sixth pick in the fourth round. And if you know the draft, like, you know, round one is the first day, two and right. three the second day. Right. So I was, I was on that third day, you know, couldn't sleep the night before, like didn't know what was happening. And then yeah. ended up being like the fourth or fifth pick that day. Oh, um, man. So, yeah, that, that was exciting. I stayed in Florida. Still had a lot of fans from Gainesville and the University of Florida yeah. um, who were also Dolphins fans. So it was cool. We actually, the Dolphins that year, selected Mike Gillisley, who was a running back from Florida, and then Caleb Sturgis, who's a kicker from Florida. So we had, I had three teammates, two teammates come with me. So that was great, having that uh, camaraderie already set in stone um, as a rookie. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. It's always easy. When that, whenever you have somebody else to come with you um, along mm-hmm. that journey, man, you know you yeah. can you can talk to to your players. You guys can all agree upon you know certain things, especially being mm-hmm. rookies, and and exactly. talking to each other like hopefully, man, we're gonna make this team. You know, it, it goes. Yeah. Hopefully, we make the team. Like, man, we're gonna make this team. We we're not going anywhere. So that's exactly. always good, man. Um, yeah, we were fortunate, man. Especially because yeah. Mike Gillisley's a running back and I'm a linebacker. Like, so we. We've been competing against each other, you know, like yeah. since day one. So iron. we came in and we, we knew each other well. Iron sharpens iron, right? Exactly. Yeah, man. That's exactly. awesome. That's awesome. So, Jay, uh, what do you prefer? Coffee, tea, or water? Um, Water. Mm, why? I would say. My second is tea. <laughs> mm. And yeah, then yeah. what about coffee? I I I do coffee as well. Uh, I do coffee. I like coffee. But um, if there was a preferred route, it would be tea and and water and like cold water. I, okay. I'm actually fasting today um, until seven p.m. So oh. I've actually only been drinking tea and water today. So. Really, man? What what's what's the reason you're fasting? Man, because I've been eating terrible. Yeah, no, it's not. There's nothing wrong with it, but just like being aware of like what it's doing, what it does to your body. I just, if I do a couple of days where I kind of go off, not like in a judging way, but I'll tend to, you know, pick a day over the weekend to just, just drink water and tea and just kind of flush out all I can. Um, and I have dinner at seven, but I do like these little, these fasts every now and then. Nice, man. Yeah. You seem like a, a really enlightened brother. Um, you know, that cause you're fasting, you're, you you are aware of some of these things that you're, you're doing, you're aware of your body. Um, mm-hmm. what is your morning routine? Like, like, how do you wake up? Yeah. So most of the time, the first thing I do is try to do some, um, physical activity. Um, but I plan, like I do it mindfully. So whether that is, uh, it's usually either jogging or yoga. Um, those are both two activities that I can do and really like sort of clear my mind and just wake up and, and kind of ground myself and then, um, and then meditate. Mm. So meditation is, is, uh, something that, that has to happen for me. <laughs> if it doesn't happen, it's, it's a, the day is, is off. No. Um, I'm not gonna say I do it every day. That isn't a I in, intend on doing it every day, but 
you know, there are days where I'll put um, something else, I'll prioritize something else over that I think is more important. And, um, and then I'll realize it later on, like, okay, I'm off because I didn't meditate today. So I'll always at some point in the day, like, like take my deep breaths and, and get my mind cleared, even if it's in the shower or something like that. So right. meditation, like some kind of mindful physical activity. And then also what I've been doing lately is taking at least 30 minutes. Like usually after I shower, after I work out, mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll have some tea. Like while I'm waiting for the tea, I'll start reading, um, reading some book. And I'll read for about 30 minutes just to kind of get my mind um, active early on. So those, I would say those things. Those, yeah, exactly. Those, those mental reps, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So, so. Why, why, do you, why do you start the first day with um, something physical? Um, just because for me, I, I've always been the type, even when I played, I've always been the type that wanted to be like the first group to work out. Um, when I work out, <laughs> first thing in the morning, I don't have to think about it later on. and It's just like an early victory. That that early win is like a lot of momentum to carry on throughout the day, and uh, especially when it comes to something like jogging that I don't necessarily love to do. It's like once I, if I can get a win and get like a nice jog in by seven, eight in the morning, like I, I come back and I feel like I'm on top of the world. Like I can do the rest of the day easy. Mm-hmm. I, I just got there. And it's, it's good to go. So nice, just knock out the hard stuff at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. all. That's all. Um, Not bad. Are you good? Um, do you have a routine that keeps you grounded? Um, I would say that meditation is my is my number one thing. I, I think meditation for me it helped my life in so many ways, especially when I was transitioning out of football, it was a way for me to really um, get a chance to like understand myself better. Wow. Um, yeah. And ultimately it just, it helped me to really see sort of the unconscious um, factors that were hindering my growth in so many different ways, whether that be in the business world, thinking that I was too young for business um, and that, you know, people wouldn't want to listen to me as a coach if I'm younger than them, like just different mental blocks. Mm. Uh, I was able to uncover those through meditation and, oh. and, kind, of, wow. and like, kind of see where it came up later on. I'd be able to pick it out, you know, as soon as that thought came out, rather than, rather than it being like unconscious and controlling me, you know. Now, let me stop you right there. Now, he just said that meditation was the one thing that helped you with your transition from being in the league to being a, I guess we call ourselves a civilian now, um, mm. how it has really helped you. Like, that's really big because there are a lot of players that are not familiar with meditation. They think it's something else. And the fact that you mentioned that, man, that's really huge because uh, I've been practicing meditation for a very long time. And I'm starting now to I'm starting now uh, to see more players are starting to try to incorporate that into you know their day to day life. But um, yeah. do you feel if you would have had it at a younger age, um, it would have benefited benefited you uh, tremendously? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think about that often. Like, actually, it's funny. I had a dream like two nights ago that I was 
back on the field playing linebacker and I got beat to the flat <laughs> and the man scored. It was like a running back. He scored a touchdown. It was like in the red zone. And I felt myself get angry in the dream and like down to myself. Like I used to do in, in the game where I was like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? That, that jog back to the sideline where, you know, you feel like you let the team down and right. Because I've been practicing meditation so much since I stopped playing, in the dream, I thought to myself, like, oh, this is the perfect time. This is the time I wish I had when I was playing, where I have already meditated and I know how to, like, calm myself down and, like, be back in the present moment. So I actually worked on it in the dream, something I didn't get to do in real life, really. And I took my deep breaths and, like, was present in the moment. I was able to, like, communicate with the people on the sideline. It was a crazy dream. It was, like, two days ago. but. Yeah, I do think that meditation would have made me probably extend to my career. Well, yeah. Look, to everybody that's listening, listen to what he just said. Meditation is the key to a lot of people's success. So if you have an opportunity to learn how to adapt, adopt that. Man, yeah. that was awesome, bro. That was awesome. Look, I, uh, <clears throat> I've been really impressed by you know some of the things that you've been able to adopt and acquire and the way that your mind works uh, and just how you are you set yourself up for success and you know i see you as as a successful person and i want our listeners to see you as as that as a successful person as well you know what has become your definition of success for your life so for me i think ultimately just helping helping to empower people and see their own greatness within them. Um, I like that's, that's what drives me. I, I feel, I feel that I'm successful personally. Like if I'm waking up doing something that I love and enjoy doing, I feel that fire behind me. I'm working towards mm-hmm. it. Um, and I think, I think the best way to describe it is to, to create, is, is success to me. You know what I mean? I think we're all like creative beings. And when I'm able to, you know, envision something and see it brought to life, that that to me is success. That is me doing, I think, what we're all born here to do and that's to create, 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 create. And so um, when I see, when I see people that are, are discovering their greatness inside of them and they know what they want to create in their life and they're confident that they're able to create that in their life that that to me is it blows me away <laughs> so awesome, bro that's awesome you know you're helping people live into their being and that's that's dope you know, i love yeah. that um that's that's what i thrive off of off of as well man got a lot of we, we have a lot of similarities man yeah man that's that's <laughs> why we that's why we connected man because right it was, it was, yeah, easy, man. That that running back, that linebacker, like always gonna be brothers for life, man. It's just you know, it's iron sharpens iron. So you know, um so with with everything with, with all that going on and you being successful, how have you been able to maintain um, your level of success? In terms of uh just, well, just in your life, yeah, just in your life. Like, how have you been able to, you know, you you play you played in high school, went to University of Florida, and then from University of Florida to the NFL, and now you're retired, and now you're 
in a new chapter of your life. Uh, I, I know that you uh, recently um, got married. Uh, congratulations yeah. on that, man. You know, so how how has that been? Now that you have a um, a new partner, you're in a new a new yeah. um, point in your life. Yeah, got you. Um, I think overall, what what has helped me throughout my whole journey to just kind of remain successful, it starts with my upbringing and just kind of what I was taught at a young age about the power of your mind. Mm-hmm. So, like my father, he was like um, he's an architect, but he he developed and trained my mind in a real way. He understood the power of the mind. And so he was like my biggest supporter when I was playing football and teaching me different affirmations. Um, And he taught me this affirmation at a very young age and he would repeat it over and over again. And like on the way to games, he would repeat it. And it goes, God is in me, through me, for me, and with me. Where there's God, there's no imperfection. And he would repeat it and he would have me repeat it over and over again. And so I think, my entire life, I always was able to revert back to that like true confidence and belief that whatever I'm doing, I'm protected, um, that, that God lives within me as, as just like he lives within everybody else. Um, and that, you know, as long as we're working and moving towards our purpose and we're doing it in a way that fulfills us, that, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be all right. And I, so I think overall the success that I've gotten um, has come from a place of confidence and that confidence has come from specifically that affirmation as my foundation, but just that belief, a true belief in self and true belief in my oneness with the universe and the world around me. Man, oof, that's powerful, man. We got to give a shout out to your pops, man, for... Shout out, shout out to pops. <laughs> shout out to yeah. pops, man, for instilling, instilling that in, in you because, man, that's very powerful. Um you know, because a lot of people grow up and they don't feel like God is in within them. You know, they feel like God is outside of them. And so I I tend to see a lot of people struggle, you know, when they are seeing God outside of them and not within in them. Um, and they haven't been able to maintain a level of success um, just because of, of, of that notion. And I, I feel that you've adopted that at a young age, you know, due to your father. And that's super beautiful, man. Super, man, super I appreciate that. I'm, I feel incredibly blessed, man. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, growing up in your own environment, you tend to think everyone's kind of growing up like you, you know. So I, I didn't I didn't know how rare that was until very recently, to be honest with you. Wow. Wow. That's Man, that's a realization right there. Yeah, we got to point that out. And that was a that's a beautiful realization. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, which yeah. leads me to this next question. Do you think that we are spiritual beings having a human experience or human beings having a spiritual experience? So I think we're spiritual having a human experience. Why is that? Um, just one from my own personal experience. Um I, through meditation, I've been able to really tap into that, that, uh, that ether aspect of me and the ether aspect that exists all around us. And, uh, you know, I'm from reading and, and doing my own inner journey and, and, and research, the best way that I've heard it explained is, you know, that we are all like waves in an ocean. 
and that, you know, we're a part of this grand ocean or just different expressions of the universe in itself. And I think it just really resonates with, you know, um, like I said, from personal experience through meditation, being able to like feel myself within others and, and, and kind of this, a sensation that's difficult to describe in words because it's so, as you know, it's just so magnificent. Um, but when you feel that, that energy, when you feel your energetic form and you feel like how it can sway depending on like what mood you're in, you know what I'm saying? You can be more reclined and reclusive and you're not, and you feel that, but then you can also be more expressive and you feel that. I think just ultimately over that journey of meditation and tapping in within me, I've, I've been able to really resonate with that statement that we are spiritual living in a human experience. Oof. So that's super beautiful, super beautiful. So with that being said, have you ever been in the zone, been in the flow, um, you know, in life? Yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you like describe a moment whether it was when you, when you were playing um, in high school or college or the league? Yeah, when I just was feeling just in the zone. Yeah, like what, what's what can you give the audience like a quick story of what stood out? Like what 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 moment? I know for me, um, I was I was a walk on. I just overcame from being a walk on. I'm starting running back at Georgia Tech, and and we 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 played a big game against Florida State the night before, and I was like, uh, man, I had a dream that I was gonna score a touchdown, and next day I woke up and I scored a touchdown. So mm. you know, you ever had a had a moment? Um, kind of similar to that or your own moment? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think my best games in my career always came when like I was heavily emotional for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in high school, it was like our senior day and we were walking, you know, with our parents. And I remember I just could not stop crying. Like I, I was like, you know, one of those like <laughs> kind of cries, like couldn't catch myself. You know what I mean? And this kickoff is about to start and I'm still like feeling it. But that, that game, I mean, and it's not, this isn't like a great thing to like brag about necessarily. <laughs> I'm not bragging about it, but two people went to the hospital because of just violent, violent plays. Um, and it had, that, that game, it had something to do with you. It had a lot to do with me. So I think ultimately when I'm, when I'm in the zone is usually when I'm out of my head mm-hmm. um, and, and just allow myself to flow. But usually when that emotion takes over, um, a, lot of, a lot of great things have happened for me. Like a, a, I think of another time when I was with the Oakland Raiders, I didn't really get along necessarily with the coach too much in that, that organization. I remember in the preseason – um, that year I ended up getting ranked as like the top linebacker out of just in the preseason, like just out of performance level. But all of it had to do with um, me trying to get at the coach. <laughs> like, like, like it was, it was anger directed towards him. So I would get up and make the play and I look right at the sideline, you know, like, <laughs> but I was playing my best because of those emotions actually, you know what I mean? So Wow. Yeah, I so, say being in the zone is getting out the head for me. Yeah, so you know how to channel your emotions and allow allow it to make you become a superhero that you are. 
I wish I knew that that was the superpower. I think it kind of would happen more organically. So I don't even know if I knew how to channel it at that time. But when I look back, the best games were ones where I was heavily emotional. Right. I mean, you you, you knew how to channel it at some point in time. You know, yeah. you take it out on your coach when you was with the Raiders, you know. <laughs> so you, you take it out <laughs> right. on the players. So that's what I mean yeah, by right. that, channeling it, it, you know, in the right direction. Because if you, yeah. you know, after you make a, uh, after you make a tackle and then you decide you want to go tackle your, the, the head coach, you know, then that's <laughs> something different. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> man, Not so, yet. yeah, no, that was awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that uh, with the yeah. audience, with the listeners. Um, so what does spirituality mean to you? Um, I think spirituality to me means just connection with source, um, connection with, it, it's just, it's, it's everyone's innate connection. Just like I was talking about earlier with the waves on the ocean. Um, it's just that natural belonging that I think we intuitively feel in terms of wanting to connect with whatever that source energy is, that source architect that brings everything into balance, you know? Um, I can relate it to how I feel about religion. Like I, I grew up heavily like in a very Christian environment. I still carry a lot of like the same sort of Christian ideals with me. Um, but I always gravitated more towards spirituality because I felt like, what's the best way to put it? I thought, I felt like, spirituality included all religions but like religions didn't include all spiritual practices um but i think ultimately they're all different paths to help people connect with source they're all like different blueprints in my eyes um to help people connect with something sourceful like and nothing's wrong with those as long as you know we don't judge other ones <laughs> for other or other people for connecting in a different way so i think it's all about connection with source and, and you, we can experience that by ourselves um, in our, in our own mind, in our own body, in our own space. And we can experience that with others who are like-minded. We can experience it following a certain blueprint, you know, whether it's a more Christian route, whether it's a more Buddhist route, whether it's a more Hindu, Hinduism route. Yeah. Muslim. Muslim. Yeah. All of yeah. that. All of that. Exactly. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's well said. You know, the, the one thing that you said is um, you gravitated more to spirituality and you liked how uh, spirituality included all the religions, but religion didn't, didn't include a lot of spiritual practices. Like, that's that was well said. That's beautiful, man. You know, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, moved by that, man. Can you describe a moment uh, in your life where you knew that there was something out there that was bigger than you? Um, I think, um, well, you know, one moment that I always go back to is when I was a kid. Also, again, I'm going to bring my dad into this. He was, if I, if I had to look at both of my parents, and I love both of them for, you know, how they, how they raised me. I would say my mom was a bit more religious. I would go into church you know, with my mother on, on her side. And then with my father, we would be outside, like in nature, mostly. Um, but I remember my father, we would always, he like he would, he liked to work out late at night and he would be out there in like the cul-de-sac working out. And 
at first I was a little too young to be out there with him. He wanted me to sleep. But then it came an age where I started coming out there with him and working out with him at night. And we would go for these jogs. And I don't know if you remember that scene from Lion King when um, Simba got in trouble. And with Nala, they was off and somewhere else. And Mufasa had to come save him. And he took Mufasa, he took Simba through that walk and was like, mm-hmm. you know, look up at the stars. These are your ancestors. You know, you're these kings that have that come before you are constantly watching down on you. So if you ever need anything, like, look up. I resonated with that that entire scene because that was something that me and my father would do often was we would be walking late at night and he would just be like, you see, you feel this wind? This is, this is your ancestors. This is God. This is God exists in the trees. God exists in the wind. God exists within you. God exists all over, you know? So you, you should never feel like you are alone in this world. You always have that with you. And so I think those moments really define in, in real time for me, like a true belief that, you know, I'm connected and we're all connected to, to source, you know? Yeah. It's something that's bigger than you. Wow, man. So your dad, have you, had you tapped in at a young age, man? It was, yeah, I mean, tapped in. Man, that, yeah, I mean, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. I, you know, it's I, inspiring I, me to give back to the next, to the next, you know, just to spread that for sure. Yes, man. Using your 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 in spirit to inspire others, um, <laughs> other incredible exactly. people. Yeah, man. So that's awesome, man. Again, I would definitely gotta give a shout out to your dad because he he gave you the mindset to be able to uh, think beyond and to also understand that there is something out there that is bigger than you. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's 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 marvelous, man. Marvelous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, shout out, shout out to Mama too. Like Mama, Mama, that <laughs> that that uh, that religious background was definitely very important as well. Like went to a Catholic high school, and you know that that was important. Understanding just um, a bit more structurally, you know how to connect, how to you know get, get what I need out the Bible and follow those who came before me. So it right. was a, it was a perfect balance, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's really beautiful. I think, um, you know, re- religion plays a really part, a really big part in our foundation and growing mm-hmm. up, you know, because it gives us structure. But what we have to realize at a certain point in life is that we did not have a choice um, in what religion that we grew up in. And so when you get older, you have a choice to actually either stay in that religion, study another religion. Uh, and be a part of that religion or become more spiritual and and grow. But I always feel that that religion is that uh, arithmetic that you need in order for you to graduate to geometry and, and algebra yeah. and so forth. So um, that's I how I see religion. I agree. Uh, I agree. What, what do you want for yourself and your family uh, in 10 years? Um. I just, I want to facilitate a space um, for the people that I love, for them to, uh, I just want to facilitate a safe space for them to, to, to be their all, to just, to be able to, you know, feel empowered and have the resources to, 
create the life that they want. Nice. Yeah. As, as long as I can facilitate that space, you know, whether that, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, you know, when I think about my, you know, my, my wife and then, you know, our future children coming into this world um, and then, you know, just my parents and everybody, if I can just do what I can to create a safe space where they're able to like, you know, fall down and get back up, you know, where they don't have to judge themselves or I'm not judging them or no one else is judging them in the space, but they are able to like make mistakes and grow and just be all that they can be and feel empowered to reach as high as possible. Um, and knowing that they can create that for themselves. That's all I want for my family. You know, I love it, man. I love it. This guy, this guy is selfless, man. You are on the, the, the path to making sure that um, everyone is taken care of, man. I love it. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Um, if you can give yourself one gift, what would you give yourself? It can be uh, time. It can be lunch with someone that's alive or deceased. Um, or do you already have everything that you need? Um, that's a good question. I want to give you a good answer for it. So just pardon me if uh, take it, I take, take your it. time. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> I think ultimately, um, I don't even know how to describe this gift, but I would want people to like, I would want people to like just experience me, like my energy and, and, and be, and just, just, just see something greater in themselves, you know, what, 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 what superpower is that? Like, I would want people to, you know, either they, either they touch me or they, or they see me or they, or they're around me. And they immediately like see how great they can become. That's the um, superpower of insight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would love people to. I would love to be like a, a walking um, crystal ball or something. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> walking crystal ball, walking insider. Like you touch me, it's just like oh, you see your future, or or you yeah. see things through my eyes. Um, but it's their life, but they see it through your mindset and your eyes and they've yeah. they realized that they have everything that they need, man. I yeah. think that's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's really yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. yo, if you, um, uh, if you could be anything in the world, what would you be? Or would you want to be, or, or are you being who you want to be? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's just I'm constantly growing into that into that who I want to be. Um, but but ultimately, I would just want to. Like I said, be someone that inspires people to, to, to do what I just said, to, to. Be great, you know, and to and to see greatness within themselves. And mm. I think. I think on a on a very uh physical level what that looks like you know when I when I envision like my the ultimate vision of my life I always see myself on on a stage you know I always see myself being communicating with a large group of people um I always I see myself like writing writing books and 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 signing and having a, a line that goes around the block like those are the things that I envision that inspire me um and and 
you know, while I'm able to tap into gratitude. So I think, I think ultimately I would just want to be a, a, a person and a, and a, just a reminder for people. Like I said, just like that superpower, I would want people to really, you know, be able to see who they are, you know, truly who they are. Nice, man. Nice. And I think you got the gift to do that, man. So um, if you need some help, let me know, bro. I got you, man. Oh, man, you too. You too. We, we, I, I'm telling you something that you already know, but like you, we, we're going to create that vision for everyone together, you know? Yes, sir. So. Yes, sir. We're more powerful in, in numbers than we are individually, man. So that's all. Awesome. Yeah. Well, man, so we're coming to the end of the show, but man, you have inspired so many people with your story today. Can you share with um, our listeners um, how they can stay connected with you and where they can find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Mighty King Jenkins, at Mighty King Jenkins. Um, And then also I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jelani Jenkins 44. Currently, what my my big project is now, I'm I'm creating a a course for athletes, former athletes, to help them transition out and find peace, find purpose and fulfillment beyond their athletic careers. So um, look out for that. If you're a former athlete, just, you know, tap in, tap in and see see what you think. See if there's any way that, you know, can really help you out. And yeah, man, just looking forward to, to meeting more people, you know, who are like-minded, who are also in this space, meeting people from your audience. And, um, yeah, just excited to see where we go from here, bro. Nice, man. Nice. Any last words that you want to leave for our, our audience listeners and just feel compelled to just open up and just give somebody some some advice? Uh, yeah, I, I would just say just understand the power that you have within and, and, and really gravitate towards a practice, a mindful practice, meditation, yoga. Um, it's, it's something that really transformed my life and something that continues to, to bring me joy and to help me find peace um, and help me find purpose in, in this next stage of my life. So I would just tell people, you know, if you haven't already, meditate, 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 meditate. <laughs> man i even i even wear it on my wristband and tell people the same thing meditate 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 you know it's such a beautiful thing man Uh, it's it's one of the things that saved my life so like i always tell people the exact same thing meditate 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 you know most people they want to know why why should i you know what's the reason behind it and you know for our listeners it's something that you you can't really articulate it. It's, it's hard to put into words. Words are inadequate to describe, you know, the, the process of meditation. But when you do it, we, we guarantee you, I know I want to say I guarantee you, but we guarantee you that it will yeah. transform your life and it will help you in so many ways possible. So, so many different ways. <laughs> so many ways, man. So that's, that's the thing when I'm trying to explain it to people is, is not just one reason. There's, there's, there's countless, countless reasons why meditation is important. You know, where do you, where do you want us to start? <laughs> right, exactly. Right, where do you want us to start? Man, this was amazing, Jelani. Man, thank you so much for your time and your energy and your wisdom. 
you know, sharing with our audience um, about um, your story and who you are and, and your, your spiritual experiences and, you know, being in the zone um, uh, and some of the things that you want to do in life, man, because you are making a difference uh, with, with your presence. So we really appreciate that. You are a gift to our listeners. I want to say this, um, and this applies to Jelani as well. Uh, Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. That is why it is called the present. So remind yourself to stay in the present because you are the gift. And continue to keep being incredible. Continue to keep doing all the things that you want to do and accomplishing the things that you want to do. As Jelani Jenkins said, meditate, 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 meditate. (laughs) And so that's it for our episode today, guys. Make sure that you stay tuned for the next episode. Um, we're gonna have, we're gonna continue to keep having incredible guests. They're gonna be sharing their stories and inspiring you with some of the things that they're doing and sharing with you their morning routines so you can learn how to be just as successful as them. So, other than that, guys, I look look forward to hearing from you next week. I speak to you later. Peace. Peace, y'all.